Hey, Airbnb hosts, Natalie here. You already hear me every Wednesday on No Vacancy, the podcast, but I've decided to add a bonus episode at the last Friday of every month called Airbnb Advice Column. Every month, I'll ask you to submit your questions, pick three to five that I think most of you could benefit from, and those will go in here. So sit back, enjoy this monthly bonus episode, and thank you for writing in your questions to Airbnb Advice Column. XOXO, Natalie. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday, and welcome back to another episode of Airbnb Advice Column. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer. Today, I rounded up five questions for you, and I know that you were probably out Black Friday shopping. You were very busy. You were stuffed from all of your Thanksgiving food. So we are going to breeze through these five questions. I don't want to take a ton of your time today, but I am super excited to answer the five of these. I've rounded up five questions from you guys that I think are very timely as we're heading into our holiday season. One of the questions, the last one, I'm so sorry that you're hearing this the day after Thanksgiving, but I did DM you back a response. So hopefully your Thanksgiving dinner went smoothly. Stay till the end to hear that question. Let's jump in. Hey host, you know that brand new couch that you just bought for your listing? Oh, and the bed and the mattress and all your high quality linens and that whole outdoor furniture set. Did you know that you could have saved up to 40, 50, or even 60% on those? There's no catch and there's no cost. All there is is Minoan. As a host, you can sign up to Minoan's group pricing option for free and start shopping from over 200 of your favorite home furnishing brands. It's as easy as instead of adding to cart on the brand's website, add it to cart via the Minoan Chrome extension and watch the discounts start adding up. We all know that design and quality are essential for standing out as hosts in today's market, and nothing makes that easier than shopping via Minoan. I don't have to sacrifice quality for price with Minoan. I get the best products at the best pricing. Find the link in my show notes to get started and never pay full price again. First up, Jessa said, Natalie, have you seen Brett Cooper's video announcing that she'll be boycotting Airbnb over their fees? What are your thoughts? Yes, I did see her video. I like a lot of Brett's content. Uh, This video, look, I actually think that she made some very valid points. I do think that the fees on Airbnb, it is sticker shock to a guest who's plugging in the nightly rate and then the fees come out so much higher and it's like, what the heck? This was $150 a night. Why am I paying $700 for a two or three night reservation? Like it jumps up so much and I do think that that's shocking to people. Basically, if you haven't seen it in Brett Cooper's reaction to Airbnb, and maybe I can link it below, she just went through and said that she is boycotting Airbnb, not for like political reasons or anything, but just because the fees are just so astronomical. I think she made a point. Sorry, it's been a couple weeks now since I've watched it. I think that she made a point about cleaning fees being too high and being asked to do chores. Oh, she did mention one part I remember where she showed up to an Airbnb that she specifically booked. It was like a mountain cabin or something like that. And they specifically booked it for the jacuzzi and the barbecue. And neither of those were working and there was no compensation offered or anything. And her point was just that there's kind of no consistency, um, nothing holding the host accountable to deliver quality service and that she's going back to hotels. Look, fair enough. I think what bothered me about this video, like even though... I agree with her. I've stayed in shitty Airbnbs. I've also stayed in shitty hotels. I think what bothers me is when people blanket statement, I'm boycotting Airbnb. I've had bad experiences at certain hotel chains and I've never said I'm boycotting hotels. 
right? It's like, I'm going to boycott Marriott. I'm not going to Marriott anymore if I had a bad experience there, or I'm not going to stay at, I don't know why, I can't think of another hotel chain right now. I'm, I'm not going to stay at another Holiday Inn. It's just so weird to me that when it comes to Airbnb, like, if you do have a bad experience at one listing, you blame all of Airbnb. I don't know any other service like that. If you book a hotel through Expedia and had a bad experience, I never hear people say, oh, I'm done with Expedia. I'm absolutely done with Expedia. No, you blame that hotel. And I don't get why Airbnb doesn't get that same uh, distinction. I don't know why it's not just like, oh, I'm not staying with that host again. Or if it was a property managed by Vacasa or Evolve, I'm not staying with Vacasa or Evolve again. It always is just Airbnb, Airbnb, I'm boycotting Airbnb. That bugs me. You know, if you have a bad experience on United Airlines, you're not going to say, I'm boycotting flying. You're just not going to fly United again. That's one particular airline you have a gripe with. And yeah, to me, I just wouldn't book with that management company or that host again. Airbnb is just a booking platform. They're, Airbnb doesn't host anything. So yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, I, I do hope Airbnb saw that video because I think that she represents the thoughts of a lot of consumers right now. Even if I personally think it's illogical, right? You buy one bad product on Amazon, you're not boycotting Amazon after. You just leave a bad review on that one product and return the product, move on with your life. You can still buy other things from Amazon. You just maybe won't go through that retailer again. Again, it's just weird. It's just so weird to me why with Airbnb is like the one thing I can think of where people just come after the 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 platform and not the actual, not an actual problem with the host or that listing specifically. I don't know what makes Airbnb different with that, but I hope Airbnb saw the video because I think she represents what a lot of consumers are feeling and hopefully them seeing that and knowing those sentiments are out there will change their fee structure or maybe put out some better PR or something that... Airbnb is made up of individual hosts, and you can't apply one Airbnb experience to every single listing you're ever going to book. Next question comes from Yvonne, and she said, what will you be buying this Black Friday? I want to take advantage of deals, but not spend for no reason. Great question. And if you are not in a position to spend right now, do not get tempted to buy because of a good deal. If you don't need anything, there there's no better deal than just not spending the money. So do not get tempted for 50% off, buy one, get one, whatever it is. If you don't need it, don't buy it. That being said, if you do want to take advantage of some deals and you are shopping or furnishing a home, Minoan right now has their holiday sale. I believe that, that you're listening to this on a Friday. That will end on Sunday at midnight, I believe. Uh, so if you do need to buy stuff or outfit a new property, take advantage of that. It's just going to be steeper discounts on already Minoan's discounts. These are the things that I am seeing have the best discounts right now, not just through Minoan, but anywhere that you're going to shop. Mattresses have great sales right now. I am seeing a lot of good deals on linens and towels for some reason, like bedding and stuff like that. All, all sorts of textiles I'm seeing great deals on. Electronics. So TVs, if you need a new smart lock, thermostat, ring camera, I would buy those things right now. And last thing I would buy, if you are a DIYer or planning to renovate a property or you are going to be the one working on it, doing a lot of the work instead of contracting things out, right now is a great time to buy power tools. Table saws, miter saws, power drills, anything like that that you need, air compressors, nail guns, like go get that right now. Uh, Home Depot and Lowe's have a great deals right now this time of year so that is what I would be buying again please don't get caught up in the sales and just like buy just to buy 
but that is what I'm seeing is if you are going to take advantage of some sales right now, those are the things that I think are going to get you the most bang for your buck at this time. Jordan asked to put a Christmas tree in my listing or not to put a Christmas tree in my listing. This is one where I would say you do whatever you want to do. I really could see arguments in both directions. I could see so many hosts being like, absolutely do not put one. You know, some people don't celebrate Christmas and you're going to offend those people. We always talk about niching down. We always talk about niching down. So just don't listen to that. You're going to have it up for one month. One month. So if you what, push away six clients from possibly booking with you? What if you attract six who absolutely love the fact that you have a tree in your photos? Like, don't listen to that at all. We always talk about niching down. If you want to put one up, put one up. If you don't want to put one up, don't put one up. I really think you cannot go wrong either way. If you are going to put one up, this is the one thing I'll say, if you are going to do it, update your photos and put it in the photos. Because if you do have somebody who's non-religious or something or doesn't want a tree there, you don't want them to show up thinking that they booked a place with no tree and then it's there. Always make sure that you are accurately representing your listing. So that's the only caveat I'll put there. Um, if you are going to add one, update your photos. Other than that, it's totally up to your preference. And I think that the right guests that want a tree or don't want a tree are going to find the right listings accordingly. Tori asked, I need your honest thoughts. Is now a good time to buy? I feel yes, but my husband says it would be stupid with the current rates. Okay, I can be completely objective on this because I'm not a realtor. You guys know the joke that a realtor will always tell you it's a good time to buy. I'm not a realtor. I have nothing to sell you. So I can be completely objective with this, okay? I think now is a great time to buy. I genuinely do. If anything, honestly, the only reason I am not buying right now, the only reason I'm not buying right now is because we are saving up because we actually want to do, we want to convert our garage to an ADU and I really want to pay for that in cash. Maybe I should do a whole episode on my ADU journey. Let me know. Let me know if you guys would be interested in hearing that. Maybe I can have like an ADU expert on and go through how I ran numbers on that. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. The only reason we are not buying right now is because we are trying to add value to our primary home by building an ADU and then I want to do that as a midterm rental. Otherwise, if I had the cash right now, I would be buying. I feel like this is a great time. My fear is that if interest rates right now drop even 1%, it is going to be an absolute frenzy going into the market. And I would always rather have a lower purchase price with a higher interest rate. That is my preference because rates will fluctuate. What's that expression? Marry the, marry the price, date the rate. Rates will fluctuate. You can always refi later, but you are stuck with that purchase price no matter what. I would rather pay a little bit higher in interest, but buy at a time where there's not this huge frenzy. I'm telling you, when interest rates drop even 1%, it is going to be a mad rush. And if they don't drop 1% and they go up, you're going to wish that you bought at this time. I would totally go for it. Just make sure your number's still pencil. That's it. That's it. Interest rates are just another line item on your, on your deal, on your spreadsheet. That's it. They're not scary. It's not anything you need to be intimidated by. It's just one more factor to consider. You're looking at HOA dues. You're looking at county taxes, you're looking at tot taxes, you're looking at regulation in the area, you're looking at the cost of cleaning in that area, you're looking at the cost of the rehab. That's it. It's just one more thing to consider in the factor of things. Personally, I would rather buy right now. And I'm telling you, if you're going to call me out and be like, but you're not buying right now, I have a good reason. It's because we're building an ADU, okay? So that's what I need funds for. I, I would totally buy right now. And I'm not a realtor. I'm not selling you anything. So I'm objective here. 
Our final question comes from Julia. This is the one at the top of the episode I told you was very juicy. And Julia, I hope that your Thanksgiving dinner went smoothly. I know you're hearing this the day after, but I've been thinking about you. Julia said, my brother and sister-in-law are always making snide comments about us being Airbnb hosts, saying things like, we're to blame for the housing crisis, we're the reason they can't afford a home, you name it. I am dreading seeing them this Thanksgiving. Any advice? So I did DM my thoughts to Julia before Thanksgiving so that she could go into that dinner with some advice. Girl, you need to send me a DM and like update me on how everything went. I'm really anxious to hear it. Now, listen. What I actually want to say to your brother and sister-in-law is completely different from what I would say in person at Thanksgiving dinner, okay? In person, don't say anything. I, I don't think there's a reason to say anything. You're not going to change their mind. Just hold your tongue and send some thoughts and prayers their way. Them blaming you, saying you guys are the reason that they can't afford a home. Oh my God. Unless you personally stole from their bank account or something, what are they talking about? Because you bought a property, they cannot afford a home? I would actually like to see if they have even spoken to a lender, if they have even tried to get pre-approved for every, anything, if they even know how much it would cost to buy a property. That's the thing is so many people who talk about, oh, we can't afford a home, we can't afford a home right now. So many people who say stuff like that, I think for a lot of people, it's just it's just truly ignorance. They have heard this talking point over and over in their head of, oh my God, the housing market, the housing market, the housing market, that they just assume they're not going to be able to buy. And look, maybe if it's somebody who's trying to live in, I don't know, San Diego or Newport Beach or like one of these very, very expensive areas, yeah, maybe they can't afford to buy right now. But you can always move somewhere else. I mean, gosh, where we bought property, my investment property is a condo in Big Bear. It's not Vail, okay? It's not Park City. It's not some super bougie ski resort town. It's not this standalone A-frame. It's a condo. And it had three, it was on the market for three years before we purchased it and had a history of flood damage. And we purchased it for 183000 There were so many liens on that property. It was a completely unattractive property. But that's what we could afford to get into our investment property. God, so when I get comments, you guys, that I snatched up a property from a family in need, it just grinds my gears so much because if you knew about that property, the fact that it was sitting there for three years, no locals were touching it. Nobody wanted it. The only reason we got our hands on it is because we were willing to spend the money on it as investors to fix it up and turn it into a short-term rental. That's the only reason that that house even got rehabbed and exists and is beautiful and functional today pisses me off so much when people say stuff like this and I just really think a lot of people have just heard this over and over in their ear like the housing crisis housing crisis markets out of control that they haven't even gotten pre-approved they don't even know what they could afford you only have to put if, if they're first-time home buyers and they're renting right now your brother and sister-in-law they could get into their first home for less than five percent down and if they go to a slightly less desirable area or are willing to compromise and get a fixer-upper instead and work on it a little bit instead of bitching at you, they could afford something. I feel pretty confident they could afford something. Maybe not in exactly the market they want, but it's just so unfair of them to take it out on you. But you're not going to change your mind. If you want to sit down and have this conversation with them and refer them to a lender and tell them to get pre-approved and you think they'd be open-minded to that, go for it. I don't think you're going to change your mind. So at 
Thanksgiving, I would hold my tongue. I would just bottle it up and then you get in the car later with your husband and you guys vent about it and have your little venting session and just that's all you need to do. But what I would actually want to say to them in person is please show me the stats of how my one purchase contributed to the housing crisis, how me buying one property and fixing it up, how that means that they cannot afford a property. People like this really bother me so much because the way they say this to you and make these comments it's giving jealousy and it's just instead of being jealous why don't they just ask you why don't they just ask you and say hey we've been thinking about buying property we want to invest in real estate could you help us out could you tell us how you got started what lender did you use what what podcast did you start listening to what books did you start reading no instead of doing that they're just going to make these sly little comments for anybody who dealt with this at their thanksgiving dinner i am so sorry holidays are coming up. We're going to be seeing more and more family and just weird conversations like this come up. I think that a lot of like deep-seated insecurities and things, it's the end of the year. People realize that they haven't accomplished things that they wanted to that were in their 2023 goals. And if you and your partner bought property this year and you run into somebody over the holidays that didn't and that was a goal of theirs, it unearths a lot of feelings for people. Hold your tongue. This is not the time or place to debate them or change their mind. You're not going to get through to them at all. But if you do have that family member that comes up to you and says, hey, I heard that you guys have been investing in property. We've been wanting to do that. What resources did you use? Help me out. Be an open book and be giving. If you have learned some stuff along the way and you feel like you could give uh, some advice or help somebody get to where you are, pull them up with you. Do not leave people behind. But the ones who are going to waste their breath making snide comments at you, it's not even worth the energy responding. Last thing I'll say before we sign off today, if you do have somebody in your life, a friend or family member or business partner that you want to share about short-term rentals with or learn together, we have a Black Friday deal going on for the next few days for tickets for Level Up Your Listing Summit. This is the annual conference that I host with my partner, Tatiana Taylor-Tate. Tickets are on sale now, and if you have not bought yours yet, we've got a great sale this week where if you buy one ticket, you get your second one for $200 off, or if you buy two tickets, you get your third one for $500 off. So if you do have somebody in your life that you would love to introduce this whole world to, or a partner, or somebody that you're wanting to learn about this with, or a friend you wanna bring along, now is definitely the time to buy your ticket. This is the best sale that we are going to have. We wanted to do something for Black Friday, but I think that we didn't want to just do a generic discount code on a single ticket. We wanted to do something that was going to encourage you to find people to bring to the summit with you. Tatiana and I met at a conference, and that's just something we're so passionate about is bringing friends into this world and having a network and community of hosts. So go out there and find a friend, one or two people to bring along with you to the summit because this is the best deal that we're going to have and you only take advantage of the pricing when you buy more than one ticket. The summit is going to be March 11th, 12th, and 13th of 2024 in Scottsdale, Arizona, and you can go to levelupyourlistingsummit.com to buy those tickets.